horrible crime has torn a hole in our families. He has thick brown hair and green eyes. He was last seen wearing the same tan fleece. You're listening to True Crime Tuesday on the Morrigan Network. Hello. Hi. And thanks for tuning in today. How are you doing? Have you been drinking your water? <laughs> Have you been getting your pre-Black Friday holiday shopping done? Christmas is going to be here before you know it. And I just, I don't know. How crazy is that? It just seems like 2020 has been both the fastest and slowest year ever. I don't understand. But anyway, it's Tuesday. So that means it's True Crime Tuesday. Every week I hop on here and discuss a cold case that remains active in the hopes that someone out there knows something that could help with the investigations. And as always, I will be closing out the show with our canine corner. And that is where I spotlight a particular good boy or girl that is involved with sniffing out crime. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. The station that brings you all the best in rock news. Hellfire Radio is your one-stop shop for all your horror and music needs. With the amazing talents of Scoops and Mischief, The Rant Commander, Azazel, She Headbangs, and dozens more, you can find whatever tickles your fancy. Get your freak on at hellfireradio.com or on the Live 365 app. Like a cold beer after a long day, the Asylum Productions have you covered in all things beer, music, and sports. Discover new breweries on Brews with a Crew, catch up on sports news on Inked and Chattered, and get your daily laugh and music news every weekday morning on the Asylum Morning Show. All on the Asylum.Productions and HellfireRadio.com. Today we'll be talking about the missing persons case of Katherine Hamill from Houston, Texas. This case remains unsolved and open. In March of 1998, Catherine was living in Wellcrest and working at a 24-hour fitness facility in Westheimer. On March 23rd, Catherine was feeling ill and had obtained a ride home from another 24-hour fitness employee, arriving home at about 2 p.m. Catherine was reported to be living with her boyfriend and the father of her daughter. Hamill's boyfriend saw her at the residence one hour later at 3 p.m., then he left the apartment and returned at approximately 6 p.m by which time Hamill had disappeared. Hamill was also employed part-time at Nick's Sports Bar and Grill in Houston in the year 1998. She had an argument with Jose Arnales at the restaurant on March 22nd, the night before her disappearance. It is not known if the incident was connected with, Hamel, with Hamill's case. Authorities do not believe that Hamill would have left on her own accord, though, as she was attached to her daughter and the, the would be uncharacteristic of her to abandon her child. Her relationship with her boyfriend and the father of her daughter was described as rocky, but he has not been charged with a connection to her disappearance. Catherine Hamill has not been seen since the time that her boyfriend last saw her on March 23rd of 1998. Hamill's mother had held a memorial service for her daughter in March of 2006. The Houston Police Department Homicide Division Cold Case Squad is requesting anyone with information about the disappearance of Catherine Hamill to, con to contact the cold case squad at 713-308-3618 or Crime Stoppers at 713-222-TIPS, 713-222-TIPS. All right, so as promised, it is time for our canine corner. And this week we're going to be looking at the Culpeper Police Department in Virginia. 
and they're shaking things up with their canine units by hiring rescue dogs as their officers. In August of this year, when canine officer Jackson was eligible for retirement, police chief Chris Jenkins expressed that his, he had a desire to hire pound puppies as the next officers. Master police officer Satterfield decided to see if his family dog and rescue girl Skyla was up for the test, and it turns out she was. Her and Satterfield passed their canine certifications earlier this month. But Skyla is not only the first rescue and female to the department, she's also the first pit bull mixed breed dog that the Culpeper department has had on their canine units. Jenkins stated, just because a dog doesn't come from a specific breed or lineage is no reason to assume that they wouldn't excel as part of a canine team. And I completely agree. I don't think that it has anything to do with the breed of the dog as well as it is the training that the dog receives. The police department also rescued two-year-old Belgian Malinois named Juno before he was scheduled to be euthanized in Maryland. So, here's some long-distance pets and loves to canine officers Skyla and Juno. And we wish you a great retirement, Mr. Jackson. We hope you get all the treats and pets. And I also think that, Chief Jenkins, you deserve a good boy, too, just because you were doing such great work in helping these animals, rescuing them from the pounds and a horrible fate, giving them loving homes, and training them to be a service, a good service, to your community. So thank you for that. Hi, hello, this is Kilo from Morgan's Box, and I am so excited to finally be able to announce that we have some events scheduled. We are super stoked to be attending CrimeCon House Arrest on November 21st, 2020. It's a virtual rendition of their annual CrimeCon, sponsored by Oxygen, but this year it's keeping health concerns in mind by letting you do it from your couch. The tickets are on sale at crimecon.com forward slash house arrest. We'll be watching presentations by Nancy Grace, Paul Holes, the retired investigator that helped bring the Golden State Killer to justice, Keith Morrison, the correspondent from Dateline NBC who covered stories such as Orlando shooting, 9-11, Columbine, and just, just to name a few, as well as many more presenters that will be speaking. I already have my menu planned out of what I'm going to cook. I have my wine selection made. I'm super excited. We'll also be attending the Oddities and Curiosities Expo in Knoxville, Tennessee on February the, in 2021. With dozens of artists and vendors from all over the country selling some weird, strange, and unusual pieces. I am so ready to get my hands on some weird shit from my house. I'm almost positive my husband is probably going to suspend my bank card before we even leave. But this is like a flea market for odd and creepy and weird shit, and I'm so here for that. You can see the events list at the odditiesandcuriositiesexpo.com. You can be on the lookout here for special interviews and follow all of our social media accounts for pictures and videos. You can become a Patreon as well, and you can see behind-the-scenes content, super-secret interview content. You also get to listen to podcasts like the one you're listening to now without all the ads. Ad-free is the best. So, so go check that out. I'll leave it in the link of this episode. I hope we get to see you maybe in Knoxville or virtually on CrimeCon House Arrest.
All right. And that was another episode of True Crime Minisodes on the Morgan Network. Thanks for sitting in with me today and listening to me chat. If you know of a cold case that you would like for us to share with the world, send us an email to themorgan.info at gmail.com and we'll be happy to share it with the hopes of finding some answers. Thank you all again. Remember to tune in on Wednesday when Novella will be joining me as we cover conspiracies. And this Sunday, the 22nd, for the premiere of our new show, Documentary and Chill, where I'll be reviewing one of the many documentaries that is crowding my watch list. But until next time, stay safe and stay sane. Bye.